welcome to the Swapping Joysticks episode on the 27th of April, 2023. And this is an audio-only podcast. So if you come here to look Ooh. at uh, Ed's face, then you're going to have to go to Instagram, Ed underscore Knights, uh, to see that. Because... How dare. What do you mean, how dare? Well, how dare you assume people want to see my face? They want to see your face and your dick. But we are here doing a... <sighs> audio-only podcast, because we... Why? Because it's late, and we went out drinking. And you're actually drunk. I'm not drunk. Ed, you've had, like, more than one glass of wine. You are drunk. That does not mean I'm drunk. <laughs> that jo- normally means you're drunk. No, what it means is that I am hungry, and we- you have ordered us some food, some mystery food, and I don't know what's coming, but I'm really hungry, and I want to eat it now. Yeah, it's... um. It, well, they said that they're on their way, so we'll take a pause when it does arrive. Okay. Um, luckily, you, you might get some excitement at some point then, listeners. Yeah, definitely. When the door goes. But yeah, welcome. This is Top Enjoy Sticks, your home of LGBTQIA gaming and streaming shit. Um, and yeah, this is... Are you drunk, Ben? No. I have drunk... You've been drinking all day. I, I've drunk... I just, just dropped something on the floor. Uh, I... I've been... I've had a couple of beverages since, like, five o'clock. A couple of beverages. Yeah. I have wet my whistle. Uh, bet you have. Well, I went... So we had our um, end-of-year review, which is really, really interesting. Like, all the charity was together and saying what they've been doing and various things. And we had some, like, really nice, really interesting story uh, from, like, one of the patients, uh, one of the mothers of the patient... And that was really cool. And then afterwards, they everybody got together and they had some drinks and some nibbles. Um, and I'm when I'm hanging out with you, oh. I don't drink too much because you drink like a fucking sparrow. But wow. I, but with other people, they drink faster than me. Um, so I'm like, oh, I'll keep up. And they're like, so they had three drinks and I had three drinks, but my second drink was a an orange juice. So I was like, okay, I will pace myself um, and just had That's two glasses. That's what I'm doing is pacing myself when I'm, when I'm drinking. Because I know if I, if I drink, drink too much too quickly, I you won't will be, be able pissed. To speak. Yeah, you won't be and able I to won't talk. be able to speak, especially oh. if I haven't had enough food. So I just like to pace myself. Yeah, That's so all. the thing is... so this... also half your size. Yeah, well. Uh, so we had the... Um, yeah, we had the drinks. And then I was like, I'm, it's going a little bit to my head. And then I realized I hadn't eaten since breakfast. So That's I literally why. had breakfast at about nine o'clock or nine thirty, And yeah, it was like five o'clock and I hadn't eaten anything. And I was having wine. Um, and I was like, ooh, but I had a really great time. Uh, wandered over to, yeah, the party with you. And there was more wine. Yeah, we've been out at a, uh, a PR party with lots of gaming folk, uh, which was lovely. Um, Lovely, you got a bit of Welsh in you. I went a little bit Welsh today there. Not, um, not there, no. No, not there. Um, there wasn't enough food. Um, they so were nibbles this year. Last year they were more than nibbles. It was, it was n- I don't want a nibble. I want a full-on feast in my mouth. Later. <laughs> so that's what's on order, apparently. Maybe. I hope it arrives soon. Yeah, it's, it's finger food. I hope it's not. <laughs> It'll be food that you can eat with a finger. Just the one. Well, I hope it's more than a finger's worth of food. Yeah. Finger food. Well, is finger food meant to be the size of a finger? No, it's just food that you eat with your finger. Oh, okay. Like pizza. Is pizza finger food? Is it pizza? No. Oh. Sorry, you, your eyes just lit up then. <laughs> well, no, it's just I'm trying to guess what it is. <laughs> Interesting. Does that mean it's a burger? I don't know. Because we talked about burgers. We did talk about burgers. Anyway, we should be talking about burgers. We should be talking about our week. Oh this my is, god! This is the second night in a row that we've been out. Can we? Before we do it, we uh, so next week um, we might sound even better because I have ordered. Oh, someone's been spending money. Yeah, I got paid. I got paid, and the the mixers. I just got paid. Oh dear. Um, don't we? It'll sound better next week. Uh, so I got. Paid, plus I got, like, the first of my two refunds from the mixers that I tried, and they just didn't work. Uh, they just failed. Well, I tried, and I was like, they're just nowhere near the quality of the Yamaha MG10XU um, mixer that I've got. It's just no. Right, we're not sponsored. Not yet. Fingers crossed. Well, I would love it. It'd be great. Um, but yeah, no, so I was like, you know what? Why don't I just get the same setup? So get the same mic. Get the same mic stand. Uh, 
get the cloud lifter, get the DBX 286S, and then go and feed that into the mixer as like line two. So that when we do our podcast, we've got two sounds. And you might be able to hear when I talk, there's a tiny little kind of sound in the background. You know, the hissing sound. Well, yeah, when you hiss out your mouth, then yeah, yeah you but, get a hiss. But there's a slight hissing sound because it's obviously the background because there's the noise that's coming out of the computer and whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, that won't be there anymore because we'll be able to talk from this. I'll be very, very close talking like this and Ed will also be sounding like that. We'll have Ed SMR permanently. Great. So that will be, um, I'm, I've got like a bunch of the pieces already. We've got the mic, we've got the boom, uh, we've got the arm, we've got the cloud lifter. I'm just waiting for the compressor or the processor, which is uh, coming from Germany. Great. Well, that was the audio portion of the podcast. Yeah, we had one last um, week, didn't we, as well? <laughs> well, if you keep being an audiophile and I, ordering stuff. Ordering. Ordering stuff. I am I love audio and I need, I'm a perfectionist. You also love spending money. I do. On you. Well, I do like being, you know, I do like, I, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to audio. Like really, it has to sound perfect. And I'm perfectionist with everything else. Yeah, I'll happily take that. Surely you'd be you'd be impressed. That I'll I'm, be impressed. Are you impressed that I'm like a perfectionist in at least one part of my life? Yeah, that's better than nothing. Yeah, that's true. Not relationships. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so how was our week? Well, in, I guess in terms of like what we've been playing, which is what we usually talk about on the podcast in terms of video games. We'll talk about that in a minute. But what we've also been playing this week is each other. Dungeons and Dragons. Boring. No, it was not. Um, we were we put we popped our tabletop RPG cherry last we night. We certainly did. Uh, with the gayest D and D ever. Oh, is that what that is? The, yeah, this is my character sheet. He's got his character sheet here. Um, we so yeah we went well tell us what happened first so it was so well it was organised um by a a gaming PR friend and it was by a gay by a gay called Tom um and it shout was, out to Tom uh, shout out to Tom um and it was all gays that were there gays and queers and all the LGBTs all the letters um, the lots rainbow. of all the lots letters of lovely of people uh, from PR from the industry from journalism um TV. about about twelve of us I think it was mm-hmm. um. And uh, yeah, in a in a lovely pub, yeah, in London. Well, you say lovely. Well, it's it's in a, a D- pub. It's a D and D pub. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much ventilation that a D and D pub can have. Wow. Um, no, we had some drinks. We had some pizza. Free drinks played. and free pesto. That's that's what Ben was interested in. Um, and we I played was. we played D and D, which that was pizza, like a that pizza had so much fucking pesto. It was pesto with a little bit of crust. Great. Um, no? Good chat, Ben. Um, Did you like the pesto pizza? It was fine. Far too much pesto on a pizza. Sure. Um, we played D&D. It was, it was like a custom one-shot thing written for us. Um, I don't think we got very far because we definitely went very off the rails and it got very filthy. Yeah, so we started, we went and we were taken off into our, like, class groups. So I was... We had to choose a class. Yeah, and I went with the... It was like, barbarians and monks, go with this guy. I was like, I'll be a barbarian, sure, because they said it was the simple one. Um, that makes sense for you? Yeah, because I was like, I, I didn't want I wanted to think as little so, as possible. So tell us about your character, Ben. So I went to the other room and they explained it to me and I was like, this is going to be the longest four hours of my fucking life. I was like, this is boring. How dare. It really was. That bit. And I filled in... That's the bit you have to use your imagination and actually think. I knew what I wanted to do. It was called Big Gus. It was a halfling, which is a hobbit, but a unlicensed hobbit. Um, And Big Gus... The unlicensed hobbit. Yes. And he ripped, he had rage and he ripped out his chest hair to rage. Um, and we didn't really fill anything else in. Oh. So it was like, oh, okay. Um, and that, and my, yeah, the character appearance was wobbly. A wobbly halfling. A wobbly halfling fake hobbit called Big Gus. Great. Yeah. Um, I played as a bard. 
because oh, it was, was oh yo, was, you went so overly intelligent what he didn't he didn't use a loot did he what did he have well hang on so i wanted to be a bard because i i was tempted to be a, a wizard but um bards obviously have music and i have a music degree so i thought i can play on that and and go along those along those lines um so there's a bard called parry hotter that was weird no my my bard was called Julian Scream. Oh no! It's honestly, I've ne- like it's literally so stereotypical. You of like you've overthought it, overly intelligent, and not a single person well, understood a single. They bit of it. said that some people play themselves and some people play other characters. So I guess I just you know went with what I knew. Um, but what I know is that I have a music degree and I play classical guitar. Oh, do you? And so Julian Bream is a very famous classical guitarist. Never heard of him and nobody listening has. Great. Well, go look him up. He's very, very famous. So I went with Julian Scream <laughs> instead. Um, but obviously it's Dungeons and Dragons and usually the bard plays a lute. And I was like, I don't want to play a lute. So I'm going to play the Theorbo. This is just the most Ed thing I've ever heard in my life. So the Theorbo... Oh, it's God. basically a lute, but the neck of it is twice as long, and it has um, extra bass strings. So it's like it's just a massive lute, and it's really bassy, um, and it sounds really beautiful. Um, so back to so, the pesto pizza. So Julian's scream um, was basically a sort of melancholic emo balladeer who um, balladeer balladeer who who sings sad songs to people. In order to um, to inspire them with his beautiful angelic voice, oh. yeah, he's also a perfectionist, and is pr- <laughs> so you're and playing is, yourself, and is prone to moodiness. Playing yourself, I'm playing myself. I don't um, know where my sheet is. I think I just left it. You probably been there, knowing yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was our characters, and as all good tabletop RPGs begin, it began in a tavern, um, where various things started happening, and those things were. Basically, the GM saying, come with us. So we ended up splitting into three groups. And so there was uh, four of us, three of which, me, you, and someone else who... Yeah, we won't say their names because we're going to explain how kind of, well, what kind of went down. And I don't want to name or associate names with what they were doing because this was a private event. It was. But we will say what happened, but just not put um, names towards it. So it was three of us who had never played D&D before, mm-hmm. and then one person who who sort of had played a bit and, yeah. and knew a fair bit. Um, the GM was absolutely lovely. Yes. He was the nicest guy and was thoroughly sympathetic to us not knowing what we were doing not and explaining we're doing, things. Not really caring that we giving, didn't know giving what we were hints, doing. Giving hints on what we should do, um, but in a nice way. And fully went along with our Filth. filthiness. I think I think he had planned quite a long story. The story was essentially um But you do the lead in and I'll explain what I did. Okay. Well there was um I can't remember the name of the city we we're in, but D and D fans will know. It's essentially I think it began with a W and it's Winterfell. It was essentially like London, sort Win- of mixed King's uh, Landing. Multi, multicultural, cosmopolitan city in the world of D&D. Um, and there was a uh, drag queen orc who came running into the tavern and was like, I need help to set up a talent show. I wonder what it was like when it wasn't a gay one. Was it just an orc came in and was like, I need a fight? Well, you know, they just make it up. Then. It's not a set story. Yeah, but I imagine it's like... A drag queen bird. There's like, let's just make that one a drag queen. I'm, I'm sure they they'll have stories. It, they had a whole they had like a whole model set out of a stage. Well, that could have been anything. Yeah. But yeah, so we we had to um, help set up the drag uh, um, talent show. I was, and the, then I was performing the, it as uh, well. Exactly, I was the uh, bouncer. You were the bouncer. I, um, I as the bard was like, look, I've got to, I've got to tune up. I can't, I can't help set up tables and stand on the door. Like I need to, I need to tune up. I need to practice my songs. Uh, so I serenaded everyone as you, as you all did all the work. As big Gus the barbarian, you know, slung people, slung, sling, slang, slung, slang, mm-hmm. people out of the uh, pub. Get my pub. Um, yeah, and I was the one who went first in the talent show. 
Yes, so then there was the talent show that we had to perform in. And again, as the bard, I was like, look, I'll go last because clearly I've got the singing voice, so I will be, you know, the main star, the main event at the very end. Um, And I sort of knew what I was going to do. I knew Um, what I was going to do as well. So I'd sort of had it planned. But you went first. I did, and I went first. And he was like, well, what can, like, what talent does a barbarian do? Well, I should... Just preface this by sort of saying that very quickly into the beginning of this whole thing, it got very filthy. And oh, yeah. I don't quite know how we started or how we got onto this, but we ended up rolling for penis size. Yes. Including every character. Every character, no matter whether did. they had a penis or not. We all rolled for penis size. Penis size, yeah. And I can't remember what you rolled, but obviously... You're a halfling, so... It wasn't that long, but I was a tripod. You you had a tripod, basically. I was my You half, were a tripod. My halfling was a tripod. Because, uh, of course. Because, exactly. 13 because minutes, by the way, until food's here. Okay, great. Um, so, yeah, I was the tripod. And I went out, obviously, as a barbarian halfling, Big Gus. And he went to the end of the stage, ripped off his clothes, grabbed his sword... And he's like, right, for my talent, I am going to be, I'm going to do some sword swallowing. Because that is a talent. Have you ever seen a sword swallower? Um, I have, yeah. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah, sword. Yes, I mean sword, not penis swallowing. Okay, yeah. We've all watched porn. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen a sword sw- swallower or something. Yeah? Okay, well... Yeah, yeah. Well, but this but was where, a little but niche. what did your character do? So my character, instead of swallowing the sword down his mouth, swallowed the sword up his ass. Um, not really swallowing, but okay. Does it count as a sw- not count swallowing? Ends up in your stomach somehow. Well, if it goes yeah. that far. So he yeah he uh, bent over, pulled out his sword, which was actually a dagger because he's very short. Yes. Um, and shoved it up his ass, and like the GM was kind of. Horrified, slightly amused, and just completely confused, and mm. was just like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> it was like, "Sure, sure, sure, sure." It's like, "Let's roll for um, skill. Let's do a skill roll or whatever it's skill called. Check. Skill check. I don't know if it's skill check. And that's uh, well, whatever. But yeah, so rolled to see what the crowd would think, and he was like, "This is weird." And I rolled a natural twenty <laughs> because of course, <laughs> and he was like. I think from that moment on, he was like, I'm going with this. Yeah, apparently. So, yeah, the um, the crowd loved it. The crowd were absolutely on their feet, just enamoured by my reverse sword swallowing. And then the second act was our wizard, who was a bit of a sort of poor magician, really, and had a briefcase, and out of the briefcase came a magical hat, and out of the magical hat came the sword that had been up your ass, <laughs> Covered in lube, because also the orc drag queen that came in had a massive bag of... Uh, oh God, a basket of that. lube. Well, she had, a, she had a, a bag that was full of lube. And we were like, at first we're thinking, oh, it's in, you know, individual bottles of lube. And then we're like, no, no, it's just literally dripping with lube. Just like, an entire handbag and that just is what? filled with lube that... Like gloops out the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, if you think this is weird, it goes even weirder places. <laughs> so then the next act was our rogue, um, who I gave some bardic inspiration to just to help out because I think they were concerned that they didn't have a good enough act. Um, and their act was to do some acrobatics um, around the audience, but rather than stealing everyone's wallets, they stole everyone's clothes. <laughs> and so the audience was left butt naked. All of them. Um, I should say as well, the wizard uh, rolled something very high. Mm, oh, and yes. And then the rogue also rolled something very high. So the skill checks were, were, were very, very well done. But yeah, there were like 19 plus uh, yeah. after the modifiers or whatever they're called. Exactly. Mm. And so then I came in, Julian Scream as the big final act, the lights go down, and after all this nudity and and hijinks and fun and laughter, Julian Screen comes in in his all-black emo outfit with his Theorbo. 
whatever the and, fuck that is. And he starts singing in a beautiful angelic voice the most depressing song in the world um, in order to make the audience cry and feel some emotion. Um, just like that idiot at an open mic night that decides to just bore everyone with something really depressing. Um, didn't you do Ain't No Ma- No, you did Michael Bublé, didn't you? When? At the karaoke. With yeah, I did Michael Bublé. That, was, that wasn't depressing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm agreeing with you. Good. Okay. okay. Um, and so, yeah, so basically Julian Scream did not appreciate... Uh, Appreciate the mood, did not get the vibe. Um, and what? Did, then you rolled. The and skill then I check. rolled, and I was like, "Look, it's a skill check for performance. I've got plus five performance. This is going to be fine." But I also thought this isn't going to go well, and basically I fucked it. And I think I rolled a ten. I rolled a five and got an extra five, so it was ten. And it um, was a fail. So it was a bit of a fail, and um, yeah, the audience kind of appreciated my talent, but did not like the performance no they, I mean they'd just seen someone shove a sword up their ass and had all their clothes stolen what they didn't want was a sad song to yeah exactly cry. you do not want to cry when you're naked look Julian did not get the vibe no. that's fine, that's fine. Um, but then after that a rival drag queen came in and started whispering some spells and then suddenly there were these like smoke and glitter like flying monsters around us and then we had to do a battle could you say before this happened? I'm pretty sure the rogue was snorting a line of coke off the off your tripod, off off the tripod. Yeah, of their erect. I don't know when that happened or how that happened. That I think that was, but just, it definitely happened. I think that was happening when you or the wizard was on stage. I was, you know, trying to give my best performance. Meanwhile, backstage. There was all sorts of debauchery. There was all sorts of debauchery and a lot of a lot of drug sniffing yeah, that had occurred was, backstage. The amount, in, in game. The in amount game. of in-game drugs like references was quite incredible by the fact that I've never taken drugs in my life <laughs> and don't intend to. Yeah. I mean the, the 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 strongest drug I've taken is caffeine and alcohol. And a little bit of that tonight. Oh. <laughs> Bless you. I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. Um, so, yeah, then we had to do a battle. That was interesting. And I yeah. didn't realise that it sort of... Slay the Spire. Exactly how it works. But it's it's literally... It's it's like Final Fantasy. It's like turn-based. Yeah, it's just slower and more boring. Wow. Mm. Um, but no, it, it went... Well, it, it, we sort of followed the rules, at least, until you <laughs> actually kill a monster, and then it's... You know, I can't remember the word, what the line was, but it's essentially, how did you do it? Mm. Um, and let's just say things got quite creative. Uh, yeah, not with necessarily with me. Well, was it with me? Yes, no, I did that one, didn't I? Because there was a, there were there were like gas monsters and glitter monsters. Yes, and the I killed the second monster, which was a gas monster, and this is how smoke, I, smoke monster, and. With that, I inhaled the gas monster in my bong that I had borrowed from the rogue. I don't even know if that's a possible thing to do with a bong. I don't even know what a bong looks what? like. What is a bong, Ben? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but I breathed it into the bong. And then the rogue was like, fire it at me, fire it at me. And I fired it at them. But I rolled a really low number, so it missed them, bounced off the wall. And then I think hit you and the wizard. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I think the enemy got sniffed up at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was the glitter one got got snorted. Yes. There was some sort of alien reference of being sniffed up and contorting and... Be- shot out of its chest or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. It was It was a whole thing. It really... It, it was, was a creative. Whole thing. Very creative. Um, And then eventually it was literally like, you've got five minutes left. And I was like, fuck it, I'm using my bigger spell. Um, and I was you were in the in the line of fire because uh, the bard so we were like level two characters so we had a few spells um, so I had thunder wave as my as my big spell um, which basically just uh, like attacks everything in the vicinity whether it's a, an enemy or a, a comrade um, and uh, or a friend and so, unfortunately, you were caught in the line of fire. And I only had 
like seven HP at that t at that point. Yeah. And your damage did ten. However, because I was in rage mode, I only took half of that mm. because I rolled it and I cleared that skill check to only take down half. So I ended up with like two HP at the end, but I did survive. You did survive. Despite you, I would have healed you. Despite you sacrificing me, you can't heal a dead person. Look, it was a one shot. This was literally, literally was a one the shot. last shot. It was. And I was like, well, I've got to do Thunder Wave to kill them, and I did. I did kill it. Mm. Um, and so with that a, was like perfect timing with as a well. Good, with a good strum of the Theorbo and a Whatever scream, lightning came out and and shocked the the final glitter monster and you. And it literally and it, finished it bang burst. on time. It finished like at 10 p.m. exactly. Yeah, it was, we did well. We did. But that was that was the GM who um, I think had probably planned a lot more after this. <laughs> but all of that took so long to get through. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I found it very enjoyable. I, I, I'm not sure if I have necessarily the patience to do like a really long campaign. Oh, God. No. But, um, and I would want to give my character a bit more thought, I think. Um because I sort of panicked and just went with what I knew. But um, as a one-shot with some alcohol, having a laugh for the night, it was it was good fun. I felt like it was something that, yeah, you get drinks, you chat to your friends, and this is like a thing to do while you're doing that. Hmm. I, I would not go out of my way to do this again. Well, I'd, I'd do a one-shot if someone... If there were like people that I want to hang out with and have drinks with, then yes. If it was like a random people, but no. I thought it was yeah, weird. maybe not randomers. Well, but yeah. like a group of friends getting together doing a one shot to just test out a character and be someone else for the night and be silly. I'm totally down for that. If some, I don't know. If 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 somebody said like, "Hey, there's a few of us going for to the pub for a drink. Would you like to join us?" That's like the equivalent of yes, I would do that. If it was D and D as well, <laughs> I wouldn't. Sure. I mean, I, I definitely would not take part in a campaign. And if it was a one-shot, if it was daft, it was stupid, and there was alcohol, I would never in a million years do that sober. Nope. Oh, and that it's is the front. The Ooh. Yeah, I would never... I would never do it sober, but um, I'm glad that people really like it. I'm glad that people enjoy theirs. Right. Food is food is coming up. So well, do so you like, need to go to the door? You're in your pants. Yeah, you need to go to the door. Okay. It's number seventeen. You need to uh, you need to give them the number seventeen. Okay. Um, should we pause it? Well, let's pause it. People don't want to hear us going to the door, but they want to hear what you're. Yeah. Okay. We'll pause it, and then Ed will explain what it is. That's not the pause button. Where's, where's the pause button? There's the pause button. And we're back, and Ed is uh, here with the food with a with a big brown bag. Do you know what's in it? I've got no idea what's in it. Don't look at the receipt. Can you get what from the smell? Anything? It smells of chips. Well, it shouldn't be there. Doesn't there any chips? Oh. Actually, I, mm, I don't think I've got any condiments or any like sides. Mystery. It is a mystery. Maybe it does have chips. Oh, it's a meal deal that one. Yeah. So. Okay. Am I gonna like this? Probably not. But let's have a look. Oh, great. Um. Oh, there are chips. It's definitely chips. Those, those are hopefully chips. Let's see what they taste like. Mm. Average. Yeah. Well, we will pause when we eat, by the way. We're not going to just sit here and eat, but Ed will explain what there they are. are. Two Cokes. Good. Well, That'll keep me awake. Great. I don't think I'll have them both tonight, but I'll have one. More chips. More chips. Mm hmm. If anybody's really hungry listening to the podcast, I do apologise. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, Korean chicken. Korean chicken. We love that. We do. You just ate a chip off the floor. Off yep. the car Ed just ate a chip off the carpet. Jesus. And just, you know. Uh it's upside down. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Well we'll find out. Was it leaking? It's dripping. No, it's dripping. Don't lick that off the carpet. No, I think it's condensation. Oh, oh. A burger. That's a chicken burger. It's a Korean chicken burger. Oh, is that for me or you? Both of us. Are they the same? No, we're sharing one. No, I'm joking. There are one. <laughs> There's one each. We are not sharing food. 
Yeah, you've never shared. We Absolutely did share a beautiful uh, nachos that we talked about last time on the podcast. By the way, tune in. Um, well, tune in. <laughs> Stick around because we're going to explain um, some. What the fuck are you doing with that chip? You do not want to see that. I mean, maybe you do. Oh, he's dropped it as well on his crotch. It, oh, now I've just dropped hey, one on the floor. Oh, this is a mess. Um, yeah, we'll talk at the end of the podcast about what we've got planned for swapping joysticks because we've got some very uh, exciting things uh, ahead of us. But yeah, we're going to go and eat this. So I'm going to go and pause it. You probably won't even realise we're gone because I'll be like, Bleh, and then you'll be like, ooh, and I'll be like, ooh, we're back. Sure. Wee! And we're back. Well, I'm back. Ed is currently washing his hands after having a delicious, uh, well, we'll ask him what he uh, thinks of it when he comes back. Um, and we're going to finally talk about games, because it's been 30 minutes of this podcast. Have you stopped without me? Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, I'm just swallowing. Well, would you like to give us your impressions of the food? It's filled a hole. And the food? Filled a hole. Good. Well, were you sword swallowing it? Not at my bum. No, good. Later. It was quite spicy and rich and stuff, so that'll... Good luck tomorrow. Wow, thanks. <laughs> For both of us. First thing in the morning. That'll oh. be straight out. I'll be fat. I'll be Dutch ovening you to no, get out of the bed in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, so, speaking of video games, uh, what have you been playing? Yeah, so, um, we well, people that, what? Well, nothing really. Oh, I thought we were going to say something before we go into the games we've been playing. Oh, no. The games we've been playing this week. Well, I mean, I can't talk about some things, and then I've played some Final Fantasy fourteen, mm. which is all right. It's a bit boring between patches. You don't do e- very much. You'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there. You're, I think you've just got to the bit I now, I think actually. I'm getting to it where it gets a little bit better. So, yeah. But honestly, that, that's, that's been me this week. It's been a very quiet week in terms of playing mm. video games. I have played a game that's very, very new and very, very old. Oh. I played, well, not very, very new, but I played a little bit of Horizon Forbidden West because uh, I have a code for the DLC. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get to the end of the game uh, so I can go and actually play the DLC. And I lasted about half an hour before I just turned it off. Oh, dear. I just don't enjoy the game. And I didn't mm. really enjoy the first one. I kind of forced myself to like it or forced myself to play through it. And that was okay. But this one, I just can't. It's like the movement's awful like the combat i don't enjoy the movement yeah the movement itself like i'm i was just getting like caught on cons and stuff it was just you're i feel like i was a lot lighter and easier to move around in the first one uh even though the camera made it so you weren't really sure of where you were going but no i just i just do not enjoy this game i think the bows like you're obviously because you're trying to shoot you're trying to get you're trying to shoot quite accurately there's no um auto like there's no uh target lock well, there is tag lock, but there's not. Um, what's it called? Auto aim, not auto aim. Auto lock on? No, the uh, aim assist. Yeah, so there's no aim assist on it because you you've got to shoot same thing. Same, you got to shoot certain things off a monster, um, or off these uh, robots. So like you've got to wait a second for them to just pause before you shoot with your bow, so you can knock off whatever random canister that's stuck to its back. But like by the time you're just waiting for it to kind of stop. You've been knocked off, like you've been knocked over, and you're spending a few seconds trying to get back up again, and it just happens over and over and over again. And I went to kill some kind of, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go and kill this like alligator-looking type thing. So I did, and I fought it, and just after I beat it, a thing popped out of nowhere, just knocked me down, and it took me forever to get back up because apparently that takes ages to get back up. Um, and I. And then I killed that, and then obviously another thing just appeared out of nowhere and knocked me down. I was just like, I'm just not enjoying it. And then I was trying to go from one place to another, and I, I yeah, it just, I didn't enjoy it. I think the movement's terrible. Well, for me, the movement is just not fun. The combat is really frustrating. And, like, the combat, your combat seems quite slow, but the combat and the movement from everything else is really, really fast. So it's just constantly being knocked down. Um, even on like easy mode, and I just got frustrated and was like, you know what, I'm not enjoying it. I think the story is quite boring. Um, I don't enjoy the world. The world doesn't feel like a realistic future, which obviously no one is science fiction, so it's not meant to be too realistic. But I like to 
in my head think that it's something that could have happened or could happen in the future. And then I'm like, I just couldn't get that at all from this game um, or from this world. I'm just not a fan of the Horizon series. So you really liked it then? I'm just, you know, I've, I've come to the conclusion. I'm like, you know what? I've tried so, so much to enjoy Horizon games. And I just need to admit that I don't. Like, everything they do, they could have done so much better in, like, just a different world or a different, like, setting. If it was just an entirely different game. If it was an entirely different game. But, I mean, they're obviously incredibly skilled. The game looks beautiful. They've got all these great mechanics and stuff that, yeah, maybe they're frustrating for me, but, you know, twist, tweak them a little bit. Get guns. I need guns. They. It's not Call of Duty, Ben. No, it doesn't need to be Call of Duty. It can be, like, Uncharted. It's not much better. Oh, I quite like it, but no, it just yeah, it's just you you feel slow, kind of you having to craft things in the middle of a fight, and then you're pulling your bow back and waiting for something to just pause for a second so you can actually shoot it where you want to shoot it. But by that time you're doing all of that, you're just being like knocked over because these things are just ridiculously fast, and there's like six enemies on you, and yeah, I mean yes, it's a skill issue, I'm sure, but it's... you need to get good, Ben. That's the problem. Well, get a good game for me. But anyway, yeah, that was Horizon. Well, what's your um, thoughts on Horizon Forbidden West? Because you've played a fair bit of it. I mean, similar to you, to be honest. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I found combat annoying. There's this sort of strange magnetism between Aloy and enemies and them just sort of managing to hit you even when you dodge. And mm-hmm. that I found quite annoying. I think for me, it was more Aloy herself. I find quite irritating. Oh, she always speaks like this. She's got her mouth closed. I think everything, every time, like she's recorded her her uh, voice lines, she's not been allowed to open her mouth more than like one centimeter. Hmm. Everything's like this, and it's quite all sad. And... It's because she's doing serious acting, and when you do serious acting, you just like have to talk through your teeth all the time. Mm. Um, it's more just that she's like, um, excuse me, I'm the chosen one. So, like, don't you know who I am? And, like, you have to just do what I tell you to do all the time. Yeah. And it's really, really irritating because I don't want to play as that person and uh, you're kind of stuck with her being very annoying. And I just, I, because of that, I just wasn't invested in the story. But the new expansion has been review-bombed because apparently um, there is some same-sex relationship of... A sort in the game, which is optional in the DLC, in the DLC which is optional. Uh, but people seem to be very angry with that, and then and then people go and like, why are you why are you having a gaming a gaming awards thing? What what rights don't they have? And I'm like, literally, any time something LGBT comes up in games media, people shit their pants. So it's like, yeah, there we don't have rights. We don't have the same rights as you because if it was just a normal relationship, a normal relationship, if it was a heterosexual uh, uh, relationship like with two people it'd be like oh that's the thing mm-hmm. but the fact that there's two gay people it's like oh my god yeah I'm going to li- I'm going to boycott this game and I'm going to go and create an account on this on Metacritic just so I can give it a, a zero out of ten because I'm so upset that they're acknowledging different uh, relationships people are pathetic they really? have too much time in their hands and they're up in arms about two women having a kiss just deal with it and let them get on with it. Yeah, it's just... Ugh, people are the worst. They are. Um, what have you played that you've actually enjoyed? I week? have played some Final Fantasy 1 on Switch. The Pixel Ooh. Remasters have come out on Switch. And I have played a bit. And, you know, I'm loving it. They've made it a little bit easier. So obviously the, they've changed it so you can go to the classic font, which is a bit more in line with the original game, but still looks quite neat. Um, sorry. Wow! Yeah, sorry about that. That's the uh, Korean burger coming back. That was the Coke Zero, maybe. Oh. Um, but then, but they've also added a few other things. So you you get this beautiful orchestral music, which is just stunning. But you can also adjust it so that it's the um, like the original music as well. And I'm like chip tune, chip tune. I actually really love both. So it's really interesting because as someone that's played a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, I'm getting quite a lot of references that are in. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, like Matoya, for example. Matoya, Matoya's Cave is a place in Final Fantasy XIV, and I remember going there. It's a real pain in the ass because it's miles away from any etherite, which is like the fast travel uh, thing. So every time I wanted to go there, it was a real pain in the ass. 
um, until I unlocked like ether currents and I could actually fly there. But still, it was a bit of a pain. But anyway, yeah. So you go to her cave, and I'm like, oh. And then there's there are like um, brooms that are just cleaning on their own. I'm like, that's in fourteen as well. There are brooms there doing it's it. It's almost like it was stolen from the first game. Oh, I mean, obviously, yeah. But I like I know that fourteen has a lot of references from and lots of like. I think the names of some of the dungeons are like are copied from dungeons mm-hmm. uh, in like one to five or whatever. But yeah, no, I'm it's. It's really good, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Like they've made it so you can enjoy it with some like modern conveniences. So I'm playing it with four times the gill and four times the exp. So yeah, whatever I'm fighting, I'm getting yeah quadruple the exp and also quadruple the gill. But it's making it so in the real game. If I was to go for okay, maybe let's say I needed to progress from one area to the other, and then there's a boss. In the original game, like the original NES version, not SNES, NES, NES, NES. If I was playing in the original NES version, it, I would have kind of had to go and just like grind in the forest area against these loads of little tiny enemies before I could fight the boss. Whereas now I can still progress through the forest and do the random encounters when they appear. But by the time I get to the boss, I'm ready to fight it, and it will be a close battle. And there are bits where I'm like, I'm having to actually think, but. I'm not having to just kind of do loads of repetitive stuff grinding. Um, so it doesn't, it's not taken away the feeling of kind of a tough battle. Um, but yeah, you can turn off random encounters. Like there's one bit I was like, I don't know if I'm meant to be going this way. But if I, it'll, I'll probably end up going through like five random encounters just to get there and then five on the way back. So I turned it off, quickly went over there. I was like, yeah, I do need to go there. But then went all the way back and then turned that back on. So I wasn't kind of cheating in my way but I'm, nice. I'm enjoying this i'm just really enjoying it. the story is interesting one thing i do love about them as well is that there's no quest marker there's no like little thing that pops up and goes go here go here you have to talk because it'll say yeah go to the village to the east so you go to the village to the east um like that's what a person would say and then you go to the village to the east and you're talking to everyone you help them and someone's like oh yeah here's a boat uh, across the sea there's this really interesting thing you might like so like, oh, okay. So you kind of get, you have to speak to people to learn where to go next, um, which I really enjoy. And I I like not having kind of just things popping up being like, yeah, you have, actually, there is a bit in it where it's like, in this area, you have opened zero out of three chests. So I'm like, okay, where are those chests? I need to complete mm-hmm. them. So there is a bit of that, but it's not to the same scale as like a, as a Assassin's Creed or, any other kind of completionist that's like, go here, you must go here. Here is a side quest that you do this, that, and the other. It's like I went to Matoya's cave and she's like, oh, I need an eye. I think her eye is missing or something. Or she needs a dragon eye or she, an eye. But I have no idea where to get it from. There's nowhere around there. So I'm like, okay, I'm guessing that's something a bit later on. And that'll be a side quest, I imagine. Maybe or maybe so. it's integral to the story. I don't know. I'm just really enjoying it. The Switch... Plays it beautifully, obviously. I mean, it's a very old game. It's ported well. It looks gorgeous. It sounds fantastic. Um, and it's just really nice to play the game that started it all and have a cl- and be able to. Bl- you, I can li- so <laughs> I can literally play on my Switch the games that I own: Final Fantasy One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven. I don't think I own Eight yet, but I can. Um, nine. Uh, 10, 10, 2, and I don't own it, but I think you can play 12. You can. So I mean, like, you can play all of that, plus some, any more? Crystal Chronicles, which is shit, mm-hmm. uh, but there are some others as well. But, like, that, the Switch is the place to play Final Fantasy. Yeah. The uh, old school ones. So I haven't played the first one either, and I'm very intrigued to sort of, as you say, see where the series has come from. But I did play last year Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger of Paradise. Mm, which is based on one, isn't which it? Which is basically a reimagining of the first game. So having played through that, mm. I am very intrigued to now go back and experience the original story and sort of understand where that has come from. What See, now I want to play there. Origins. After, well, after this, I might be like, hmm, I want to go and play Origins. You should, you should give it a go. I've it's got it. All right. I have it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, is that on Switch? No. Okay. That's not what was quite difficult, right? The Dark Souls. I mean, ugh, 
They only said that because it's an action RPG, mm. but it's not really Soulsy. Like, and it's not that hard. So it's fine. Yeah. No, I I watched you play it a little bit and was like, oh, I kind of want to. It looks like a fun game. It is. The combat's actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, it sort of plays with the job system in good ways. Uh, you get tons of abilities. They all play quite slightly differently. It's it's great. I, I really like being able to customize your characters in the way that you do, and, and the combat is great. Interesting. There's a lot of job systems in it because yeah, there isn't in one in the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you have there are four warriors of light, but you choose from six jobs, and yeah, so you the two that you just don't have anything to do with, so, and you can't change them. As far as I'm aware, at the moment, I can't change them. I'm pretty sure you can't. Don't spoil it for me. Well, yeah, no, but um, yeah, I no, really enjoyed it, and that thanks to the fourth floor um, on behalf of Square Enix who gifted it to me. Um, I am going to play the shit out of him. We will be doing a quick look, I'm sure, uh, of one, if not all of them, at some point. Nice, sounds good. Nice, um, but you, uh, you've not played anything else that you can talk about? No, but let's talk about what the people have been playing. Let, thank you for reminding me. I knew you'd forget that. I always forget that. I know it's like you don't care about people. I don't. We have all these listeners who spend time writing about what they've been playing. I have had and you some, ignore them. I have had a glass and a half of wine. Well, is that all it takes for you, for you to forget stuff? Yeah. Uh, there we go. Go on then. Can you read that? I can. So, Riley has started a new Ocarina of Time randomizer yesterday, uh, and I'm still working my way through Mystic Quest trying to get it all in before I become obsessed with Tears of the Kingdom content. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Previews of that came out on Wednesday and were generally very positive. So I think hype for that is massively growing. I mean, you're obviously still playing Breath of the Wild before. I am, and I've decided not to go for the DLC quest. I'm going to just go up to 120, and I'm currently on 90. So we're not getting close. A couple of streams, I think. Uh, Lenny Lavi has been playing Honkai Star Rail. I have that downloaded on my phone. I'm very tempted to give it a I go at some point. I am also very tempted to give this a go. Um, I'm only level 12 so far because I unfortunately have to work full time. But I'm enjoying it, actually more than Genshin. Uh, I love that the battle system is turn-based and every character is a snarky asshole. The game gets completely unhinged during the first world you visit. Okay, this sounds good. Um, I've heard really good things about it and I, I also like the fact that it's turn-based. Um, Genshin, I sort of turned my nose up at at the start just because it was sort of people scoffed at it and said that it looked like a Breath of the Wild ripoff, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Zelda." Yeah, uh, and now like I'm that. seeing this, and I'm like, actually, this turn-based combat sounds really fun, and I like, like that it's that you... it's like sort of gacha mechanics of getting your different characters, but then you have to fit them into your team as a as a turn-based battle team. It's weird, because um, you like a like. game, you like a Zelda-like game, but you don't also like Zelda games that are like Zelda games. That makes no sense, Ben. On non-Zelda games. Well, things like, you love something like Tunic, which is very Zelda-y, or you love... Uh... Be inspired by, don't copy. It's a very simple rule. Well, Immortals Phoenix Rising? Is a copy. No, it's great. Shameless. You need to play that. Clues says, I promised Ben some thoughts on Homestead Arcana. Arcana? Thank you for living up to your promise. Uh, It is a farming sim, much in the same lines as Stardew, Harvestella, etc. That said, you are mostly on your own as a witch with a cat familiar, and your job to cultivate the land at the edge of a poisonous mist called the Miasma, grow crops and sell produce back to your town. You also explore the Miasma, unlock land, and discover what happened that caused it. It's a very chill, relaxed game with a lot of exploration, like Slime Rancher. In addition to this game, I am playing Graveyard Keeper, Stranded, Alien Dawn, Think Sims, but Survivor Management, and the latest Warframe update. That's a lot of games. There's a lot of games. Uh, Jinx says, I found out that Wildflowers had added content and is about to add more, so I went to check it out. They have added fashion, so now I have outfits, some new quest lines and dialogue, and now I've uh, I dug back in a bit and awaiting my upcoming wedding to the lovely town doctor. Very nice. Uh, for the record, my divorce from a certain handsome but problematic werewolf was more like a complete memory wipe, so we remain good friends. I only wish real life was that easy. Hmm. Ain't that a mood. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also still in 14, where I'm gathering tomes for the newest event, leveling a Lancer Dragoon, interesting, uh, starting Blue Mage finally, and enjoying Dancer over Bard, which I never thought I'd say, but there it is. I like the minor heals and the zipping around a lot. Very helpful to those of us who make positional mistakes with alarming frequency. Shocking. Mm. Uh, and then is this the last one? Yeah. Last up, we've got Debs. Uh, for my backlog of games, I started Little Misfortune, which I know a lot of people have already played. Yes. Uh, I think I'm enjoying it too much with all the snarky comments and gameplay. Um, I also started back into Cities Skylines after seeing Cheesy stream it last Saturday. It took me a while to get the broken mods and assets out, and I have a pretty well-functioning game again that still takes ages to load. I really hope they fix this in Cities Skylines too. I downloaded the same map Cheesy is currently using as well, and I've probably already restarted the map three times because I keep changing my mind about the road layout. It is definitely still a great game to chill out to and forget time. A new cooking style game in my collection this week is Good Pizza, Great Pizza. Oh, I remember Which Brenda mentioned Didn't we look at that uh, a while back. I think we looked at maybe playing it. And it looked really good fun. It does look good fun. Uh, you are the owner of a local pizza shop, and you serve customers' pizzas. Some customers have requests for things like no cheese or no sauce or only cut the pizza in half. Yesterday, a customer asked for an oops pizza. And that was, of course, onions, olives, pepperoni and sausage. There are little hints you can activate to help you figure, the, uh, figure out things like that. Overall, a fun game with a cute art style. Thank you, Debs. Or a pesto pizza. You've had plenty of pesto. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. So um, Ed is going to be uh, very quickly looking up, uh, bringing up the news. Um, have you got it? I, I've I've got the news page up, but I'm going to scroll through and work out what is worth talking about. Well, um, what's isn't there a game that's coming out at some point called Demon Core or Arm Armored Souls? Nice try. Yeah. Nice try. Um, no, today we got a release date for Armored Core 6, Ooh. which is the next game from From Software, um, which people will know, or who people know, as the creators of uh, Elden Ring and Souls, the Soulsborne games. But Armored Core is a very old series that is basically you. what they became, what From Software were known for, um, was Armored Core. I used uh, to play it there. on the PlayStation 1 back in the day. There you go. The first one was in 1997 on the PS1. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't had a new game in the series for 10 years. Uh, and they've now finally decided to bring it back. You say 10 years, that's 2013. Mm. That's, that's only a few years ago, I'm afraid. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so uh, we now have a new gameplay trailer um, for the game. It was announced back in December, um, but not a huge amount was known about it. And uh, we now have a full gameplay trailer and a release date, which is the 25th of August this year. That's very soon. Which is just after my birthday, just saying. Um, I'll leave you alone happily. The reason I know all this is because I interviewed the developers. Miyazaki? No. Uh, Miyazaki is not involved. Um, That's why there's no Poison Mist. Yes, there is unfortunately no Poison Swamp, uh, which was one of my questions. Um, (coughs) So you can go on Eurogamer and read my uh, read my preview interview. Shameless plug. There you go. Um, which essentially the the sort of thrust of it was like how soulsy is this game going to be? Because I think as much as Armored Core has its fan base, um, a lot of people only really know from software from the Souls games and from Elden Ring. So there are going to be a lot of people who have played those games and now want to know, okay, well, is Armored Core for me? So I essentially attempted to answer that question for people um, and also asked if there were Poison Swamps because that is a classic of the Souls games and there will not be a Poison Swamp in Armored Core 6. Okay, what else is in the news? Oh, tell us about Microsoft. Well, that is, to be honest, the biggest news of the week. Sorry, I'm working my way backwards uh, from today. Um... But yes, the, the biggest news of the week is that the CMA, which is the UK's... Um, Child Marketing Agency? No. Uh, the Coca-Cola Man Association? No. Uh, the Cancel My Arsehole? No. Mm. 
Crown. Crown my asshole. Here we go. I found it here. Oh. Uh, competition. That's the word I was looking for. Competition and markets authority. You don't know that word. Um, CMA. Um, so basically, they've been looking into Microsoft's deal um, to buy Activision Blizzard, and they have blocked it. Um, and it's an interesting and surprising turn of events, I think, um, because a few weeks ago, um, the CMA had a provisional finding, which was that mm. um, they didn't see any issue um, with Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard in terms of video games and the video game industry. Um, but they, the jury was still out, basically, with cloud gaming. Um, and essentially what they've decided is that if Activision, uh, if Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard, um, Microsoft is already ahead of the game in their eyes uh, in terms of cloud gaming and streaming, yeah. um, and they feel like they will have too much of a monopoly on this, um, which is interesting when cloud gaming is still pretty new. And, and people, uh, people hate it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a long way to go, I think, for the, the technology to catch up. Um, but it will. But they're basically saying that even within like 10 years, um, like Microsoft will have too much of a monopoly on this. And that is surprising that they're looking that far ahead, to be honest, and sort of future-proofing. Um, it's interesting they're doing this, and you know, I think it's a bit of an insult at Sony as well, because it's saying, like, you guys suck at cloud gaming. Like, there's You've got nothing in the in the market really well slightly um obviously microsoft are going to appeal this um activision blizzard are going to appeal this um bobby kotick has already sort of sent out a, a note to say that this is you know um well if bobby kotick far from the final angry, word then the right thing has happened well true um so yeah who knows now if this deal is still going to go through or not um the eu needs to make a decision um, <coughs> might be influenced me. by this they might be influenced by this um, on whether they want to accept or block it which will be next month um, but this is a major major step back and as much as they can appeal it that appeal process could take up to a year by which point Microsoft will have um, passed the deadline to complete this deal and will therefore owe Activision Blizzard billions which if they still end up buying them eventually means they're just giving money to themselves but if it falls through and they end up not buying it, they will owe Activision Blizzard a hell of a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, this is this is a major setback for them. Um, it's very much up in the air as to whether this is still going to go through or not. Mm. Um, and that is definitely the biggest news of the week. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that might be it, unless you've got something. Well, one thing that's interesting is that Nintendo are confirmed to be at Gamescom. Yeah, we're going to be which we've we are confirmed. hoping to go to. Um, and game Nintendo has often shown stuff at Gamescom, um, but um, we weren't sure basically if they were going to be doing it this year or not because essentially they don't really have much to show. Tears of the Kingdom comes out next month. Yeah, uh, at some point they've got Pitman Four, and that's kind of it. Um, and Arms so the hope two. is that, well, if they are at Gamescom, does that mean that they have something new to show? Or well, what might that be? Could they be about to show off a new, uh, a new game? New IP. New Give Switch. us a new IP. Who knows? A new IP. Oh, a new Switch. Yeah, that would be great. But I doubt it. <laughs> um, are you a fan of Grid Legends? That's coming to... It's coming to PlayStation Plus. I loved Grid 2. Um, Grid... The remake was not that good, but apparently Grid Legends is really good, so I will give that a go. 100%. Mm. Grid 2 is probably one of my favourite racing games. It's super arcade-y. Um, and also, in August, the first ever UK Pokemon Go Fest is coming to London. So, Pokemon Go Fest has happened like every year, and it's been in different, different places. It was in Berlin last year. Um, and this year, it's going to be in London. So, we're going to have an influx uh. of people playing... Uh, playing Pokemon together. Oh, stay at home. Wow. Yeah. Ben is clearly a fan. No, I, I, I played it for one afternoon, and then I downloaded it quite recently and lasted. Well, I just every single gym I went to was just full, and I'm like, you know what? I don't quite understand what's happening. My inventory is completely full, and I don't care. Um, and then lastly... Oh, lastly. <clears throat> I'll give you one more. Is that we finally have a teaser trailer... 
for the next season of The Witcher on Netflix. Mm. Um, and Ben very loudly yawns, which is going to be the last time that Henry Cavill will be uh, will be Geralt because he is leaving for um, Liam Hemsworth to take his place. So um, it's going to be split in two as well. There's two volumes. So 29th of June is the first one, and the 27th of July is the second. So it's only a month between them. Um, but yes, we finally have a look at. Uh, uh, Henry Cavill for the final time. Uh, I don't care. Looking as lovely as ever. I've seen three episodes of The Witcher. Well, I will watch it alone then and have a lovely time. What was the program? That, oh yeah, Hunger Games. I've not never seen the Hunger Games thing. You need to watch that. I'll watch them again. Do I've heard that? I've heard it's crap and it's just like kids. It's for kids, isn't it? Oh. I've seen the Maze Runner. I enjoyed the Maze Runner. It's so much better than the Maze Runner. It's just the same thing, though, really, isn't it's it? It's really not, Ben. No? No, it's really not. No. Honestly, your, your opinions. I don't know <laughs> why I'm here. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I don't need to see the Maze Runner. Uh, or the... What's it called? The Hunger Games. Yeah, that one. Isn't it, like, isn't it a translated thing? No. Was it's it an, Swedish? It's an, no, it's an American novel. But What's it's the Swedish it's, one. Girl with a dragon tattoo. Completely different. Is that anything similar? No. Okay. Very, very different. Very different. Really? Because they, they were both very popular. One's a crime thriller and one is about children killing each other. They could that sounds like a crime thriller. No. Oh. You are incorrect. <laughs> anyway, we will be back. Well, Next first, time. yeah, we will. Um, but also, we are because we've got we're going to have a new microphone for Ed. He'll have his own microphone next time. Um, we are going to be doing a little extra stuff, um, and one of those things is we're going to be answering emails. So we, a while ago, I don't know if anybody remembers when we were called something else. Um, we used to actually do quite a lot, uh, even longer podcast than this, um, and we used to finish it with questions from the chat or from people. Uh, we didn't do like the community what we've been playing. So what we're going to be doing is going to bring that back. We'll make, I'm not sure exactly how we're going to get people to uh, submit questions just yet, so stay tuned. Um, but yeah, we will probably in the Discord, we'll post about it first if we've got one, if we're having one before next uh, the next kind of uh, Top and Joysticks Thursday podcast. Um, but they these things will be kind of audio only, only on our podcast feed. So you do have to go to swappingjoysticks.com. Go and find us on, yeah, Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcast player is, and you'll be able to uh, listen to that. And we'll try and do that, yeah, kind of every week, every other week. It's going to be... It definitely won't be every week. It's going to be 20 minutes, Ed, of your It's week. you I'm worried about, of you sticking to something for once. How dare you. Uh, but yeah, no, we also... <laughs> and we've also, in the pipeline, got um, a couple of uh, guests that we're hoping where we're going to be doing some kind of, um, like, in-conversation-with podcasts, which, yeah, will not be streamed live, I doubt. I don't think that we're going to stream them live, but then maybe they will be videos, so they'll be on YouTube as well as, obviously, our podcast feed. So if you want all of our podcasts, you want to listen to absolutely everything that we pump out, uh, poor you. But if you go to, uh, like, you just want to be subscribed to us on um, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or your podcast feed. But go to swappingjoysticks.com for all of the information. Yeah, well, that gives um, you all the links on there. And you can also, of course, follow us on Twitch. Ben, where can people find you on Twitch? You can find me at BiggestBenus on Twitch. And on Twitter, I'm at BiggestBenus1. And Instagram, BiggestBenus. And you can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch and on Twitter. And uh, go to Swap Joysticks on Twitter. Swap Joysticks on Twitter is where we'll just post every bit of news. Uh, as soon as things get put up, they'll be posted on uh, Swap Joysticks on the old Twitter. Swap, not swapping. Just swap. Yeah, just swap joysticks. Nice. It's an instruction. Yes. You will do it. You will follow. And you will like. Didn't, oh, just remembered. Speaking of joysticks and being ordered and stuff, I played a little bit of the Street Fighter demo. Oh, it's too late for that now. I finished ben. it. And it was good. It's really, really good. In fact, it's... And I don't like fighting games, and I really enjoyed it, so take that as you want it. All right. Right, that was a lovely extra. Thank you for that, Ben. No problem. Go, go download it. You can play it on Xbox and PC now as well. Nice. 
Right. Well, thank you all for listening to this shambles. Um, not, I don't think we were that drunk. No, I've sobered up after the chicken. Yeah, me too. I need to. I need to sleep. Yeah. Um, see you all next time yeah. for some more gaming goodness. Um, have a good sleep. Night all. Bye. Don't do the keep swapping thing. You don't care about it, do you? No. We need a new catchphrase. Mate. Stick your sword up your bum. No.